is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya, and you're listening to, to Love, Sex, Sex and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. I, I want to talk about um, finding our pleasure. You know, I, I think that so many of us, especially during COVID and all this lockdown, it's like we've allowed the fear to creep in so deeply. Many people are uh, from each other. And when I'm working with my I'm also seeing that many of us, myself included, are just having a lack of pleasure in our lives. Like it's hard to, to really allow pleasure to lead when, when, especially if you're dealing with your own illness or other people's illness or the death of loved ones and things like that. Like sometimes the challenges of life get so intense or we feel stressed or we push ourselves uh, in our work to keep going. And what slowly happens is that we lose pleasure. Like we, we lose the zest of life or the joy or the luster. And so one of the focuses that I'm having in my life now is like, how do I get the pleasure back? <laughs> like sometimes things get intense. You know, I, I lost another very close friend uh, last month and I felt myself dipping down again. It's like the second really close person to me that's died in the last couple of years. And it's like, geez, you know, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Like all the loss, all the suffering, all the pain. And for those of us who are really empathic, I know um, many of us, it's, it's hard sometimes. Like we look at the world or the, our family situations or our love life or things that aren't going so well. And it's so easy to like get down in the dump and, and just feel like, there's more suffering than pleasure. And so one of the things that I've been asking myself and making a part of my daily practice is just to bring pleasure back. And I know you're like the pleasure queen, Satya. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't get it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've always been like, what? I remember when I met you, I'm like, what are you, some lady of leisure? Like. How do you do it? What's your magic? Um, so tell us, Sadia, how do you keep pleasure alive in your life? Uh, wow. I guess I should have some hard, fast answer to that. I wonder why I'm always so tapped into that. I just am. How do I do that? I feel it's an instinct. It's a it's a drive. It's a, everything I see, everything I look at, everything I touch, everything is a kind of pleasure for me. Yeah. I feel you have that like tantric lifestyle, you know, in, in Tantra, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's like life is to be enjoyed. And so everything you eat, smell, taste, touch is like, um, orgasmic pleasure. Like that is the essence of Tantra, to live in such joyousness or inner communion with all of life. 
And I, I see you really embody, embody that. Thank you. It, yeah, it feels like that. And it feels like, I wonder if it's a type of heart, uh, being open type of connection or thing, or if it's just the shape of my face or the, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Somebody looked at me the other day and said, oh, your face looks like you're a mezzo uh, soprano or something like that. You know, it's it's a thing. Like, I think there is something in maybe the way a person is. Is, is it something we're born with? Is it something, certainly it's something we can learn. Certainly it's something. I, I find in the way I've looked at it, it is something innate within us, but I think for many of us, it gets stolen from us or kind of patterned out of us through immense suffering or abuse or things like that, where I think there are like happiness stealers out there, people who, who get so angry if you're happy. I know in my childhood, I wasn't really allowed to be happy. Like if I was happy and enjoying and celebrating, someone in my family was sure to say to me, like, who do you think you are? Or, you know, oh. to take the wind from my sales immediately. And, and so I always minimized myself and minimized my happiness to not make anyone jealous, to, to not um, be too big. You know, there was always like, you're too big for your britches or like what, who, there was all these sayings that I remember my, my mother, my grandmother, um, my sister was always extremely jealous of, of my carefree nature. And as an adult, I see that I, I sometimes have allowed those, those beliefs to kind of be the way I run my life. Like, oh, I have a tendency to like be a workaholic or like to pour all my energy into my work because I love my work. But then I can see that it's, um, it's me avoiding like other things in my life or I just, I get so much pleasure from it. But then sometimes like it, it can become painful or, or difficult for my body. Like, and I see adrenal fatigue, which I've suffered from pretty much my whole life is something I think most Americans are suffering from. And I think the adrenal fatigue comes from being in high stress environments, particularly from childhood or even in like, um, corporate work and things like that. People just burn out because it's like striving, striving, striving. And what I, the reason why I live outside the U S so much of my life is because I find other cultures know how to enjoy life more. And they're more, they, they encourage you to relax more like now I'm in Mexico or before I was in India. And these are both cultures that they don't like stress. They, they don't buy into that American hamster wheel mentality. I mean, some of them do, the modern ones do, the ones that have all the gadgets and like are trying to make a million dollars in five years. But most of the people, like the way that the, the culture is, is just so much embodied presence and, and more pleasurable. Hmm. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. But I think we're at a deficit. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that the countries that are more relaxed, probably have better sex is my guess. 
And I'm so sad when I, when I hear, you know, you saying that, that you're, you know, when you wanted to feel pleasure, you weren't really allowed to, I mean, that right there, that alone would just is enough said that would, that could really shut down all of you. And then that translates to everything. If a person, you know, I, I imagine, gosh, my gosh, like if you're, if, if you don't know any better, that kind of thing, you know, if you're, if you are like in bed with somebody and, and, you know, how can you even have pleasure in that kind of situation? If you don't know any better, you know, cause a person could just shut you down there too. And cause you're used to it. You just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not supposed to express myself here. I'm not supposed to experience anything or follow my bliss, right? Or follow my, uh, that needs to be shut down. Yeah, I think we have full generations of that. And for those of us who are raised by narcissistic parents and then chose to be with narcissistic partners, <laughs> uh, it, that's what happens. Like a narcissist will never allow you to be happy. Like they will, I think narcissists are really just like happiness theft thieves, you know, like if you're happy, they're going to give you that look or give you that, you know, jab in the, in the side of like, Hey, you know, like pipe down or control yourself or, you know, there's this control thing. And, you know, I was raised by a narcissistic mother. <laughs> so I learned like, I can't let myself be that free. And so of course I'm, I've made my life purpose to, to experience liberation and to help others liberate themselves from these kind of controls. But I see that it's happening. I mean, Jesus, right now we're in um, this pandemic and that's what it is. It's like, no, stay in your home, keep your mask on, stay at distance, don't hug, don't touch, don't, you know, don't date anyone new because everyone's the enemy. And this constant um, fear and control has just sucked the pleasure out of so many people's lives. I remember in the very beginning, we only had like one or two months, I think like two months of lockdown here in Mexico uh, where we couldn't go to the beach. And it was, that was the worst for me. Like that literally made me so depressed because I realized being in nature and being at the beach was how I was revitalizing myself every, you know, I'd work hard and, you know, I'd work for like four or five hours straight on the computer in my house. And then I needed that time at the beach to swim, to play volleyball, to be with my friends, to just be in the sun, whatever. Gosh. And then they just didn't allow it. And I watched like this entire culture, which is based around the beach. I mean, the, the name of the place is called Playa, you know, <laughs> and everyone was so depressed. Like it just, yeah, it's really depressing. And I think now things are, you know, opening here. It's been open for quite a while, but I see all the people from Europe, from the States who are just at such a deficit of joy. And I know you know, we can find pleasure in so many ways. Um, and you and I have talked about sort of the uh, orgasm and, and sex being one of those ways that we can kind of reestablish pleasure. And I think that's a, a good place for us to look because that's something that we can all 
reclaim for ourselves, whether we have a partner or not, you know, find ways to find more pleasure in our body. I, I think a lot of people are shutting down right now. Yeah. And people aren't having enough touch and uh, I mean, things are opening up now, but yeah, I saw some people last night and I hugged them and, and it, I thought, wow, that's, that was pretty amazing. And then I realized, oh yeah. Cause I haven't just been in an environment where I'm hugging strangers or yeah. So yeah. But even just being able to experience some kind of touch or comfort in that way, even alone with ourselves, even if it's, you know, taking a bath or whatever, but Oh boy. Do you have some advice for those listening who are looking to find more pleasure in their body and their lives? What would you tell them? I would say, uh, put your hands on your body, put your hands on your body and, uh, even just telling yourself or having an intention that my pleasure matters or is important that I can take time to experience the as much pleasure and the height of pleasure as I want. And if I have a partner, I can encourage him to take time. That's what I would say. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I was thinking, I think I attract or I'm a magnet for people that either have their hearts shut down or have, or, or have, uh, yeah, have some kind of pleasure or needs for pleasure. And then I tend, I think I tend to want to like fix people like that or help people. I've had a couple of partners like that, you know, men who don't, who have been shut down in that way. And I think that they are that kind, like you're saying that had to, they had so much stress and so much responsibility when they were younger. And then they, they got somehow, yeah, their pleasure center, they had to put everything into work and then they just work, 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 work. Yeah, I think that we're at sort of a critical level where people, I mean, cause I, I'm in a place where I see a lot of tourists and I work a lot one-on-one -on -one with people. And so I, I hear people's issues on a daily basis and I've never talked to so many, um, I've never, I shouldn't say never, but I, at this point I'm realizing, um, and also struggling with it in, inside myself or finding like, this is my challenge right now is like, we need to take full responsibility for our pleasure and not allow it not expect it, let's say not expect it to come from the outside. So I think that I had this thing, like even in my relationships where I sort of expected my partners to bring that for me, like they should entertain me, they should um, bring me to climax or bring me to pleasure. And it, it was somehow there was a shame around me just finding pleasure for pleasure's sake. And what I'm realizing, it's so critical now that I do that for myself and that all of us do that for ourselves, that we find ways of pleasure. And I'm not just talking about, you know, sexual pleasure. I'm talking about pleasure, joy, all of it. Right. But our sexuality is one way that we can actually um, tap into that. And so if we're finding that our life is not so lustrous or it's not, it's feeling dull or boring or stagnant, 
to find a pleasure practice, even if it's just like taking that walk on the beach or going out in nature or um, getting the massage, doing something really loving and kind. And then, of course, there's always, you know, self-love and self-pleasuring. <laughs> but that's all we have time for today. A, a quick and sweet permission for self-love. Yes. Oh. I wanted to talk about orgasm this entire episode, but Amalia wouldn't let me. Well, you have <laughs> 60 seconds. Tell us one thing about um, orgasm. Hmm. I think the longer you take to in the pleasure and in the journey, the better the orgasm is. And then you get the full experience of what Tantra is and what connection is and what intimacy is with another person. And I think people are afraid to be in the moment like that and to just follow the pleasure because they either think that they're supposed to have an orgasm in five minutes or they expect somebody to have an orgasm in five minutes or, <laughs> and I think. So, so the, the theme is like, uh, enjoy the journey, not the destination. Enjoy both. And that the destination will be that much better. If, if you it, can enjoy the journey. Yeah. Taking all the pleasure along the way. Mm -hmm. Ride the, you know, you get to ride the wave. You get to ride a roller coaster. You know, it's like. Yeah. So maybe the question that we'll just leave you guys with is like, how, how can you get the most out of every moment, the most pleasure out of every moment? Like just to turn on all your senses to enjoy each moment that much more. Tell us in the comments if you, what you're doing about it. <laughs> how do you do that? I'm enjoying your hair right now. I think your hair looks beautiful. Oh, you are? Yeah. I quite do. Thank you. Thank you, Sanchia. It's always a pleasure to talk about pleasure with you. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure seekers unite. <laughs> Until next time. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. <laughs>